to the paper pencil podcast i am swarnavo and before i move on i need to remind you to subscribe to the podcast tell your friends about it and check out the previous episodes as well they are lovely informative and i spent hours recording and editing them so that's a good reason to listen to them right today's guest is a mugger but knows how to create magic on paper with her wand the humble pencil Of course she's a big Harry Potter or let me try again Harry Potter fan and a quick look at her Insta gallery will tell you why she creates these beautiful whimsical illustrations with some seriously good textures and of course in her own style joining me in today's episode is Aishwarya Vora a freelance illustrator currently from Chandigarh in fact she just moved there Aishwarya welcome to the paper pencil podcast Hi thank you thank you so much that was such a nice introduction yeah thank you i feel all flattered yeah oh, okay. i almost feel like a witch magic you almost witch. feel yes. like a witch okay sure <laughs> all right how how have you been how have you been good 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 how have you been i am doing good as well so uh, because our video is on and i know the uh, listeners won't be able to see this so ashwarya is right now from chandigarh and she's full in woolen clothes and full covered up yes. and i'm here in bangalore in my normal t-shirt and the fan is right now oh. on so i can totally <laughs> see the weather difference uh, in the northern part of the country and the southern part of the country Anyway. I've got my hot water bag also with me. Yes, oh I'm like such an auntie you. here. <laughs> yeah, just imagine <laughs> I came all prepped for the interview. Yes. Okay. Are you wearing your socks as well? I am. I am. Oh my God! Wow, my you, you're full. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, Ashwarya, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for coming and uh, spending time with me in this conversation. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so, mm-hmm. I would like to get into the conversation, of course, and. Uh, I primarily want to talk to you about your style. Okay, two things. So one, I want to okay. talk to you about your style because I am a big fan of it. Uh, especially the kind of textures that you do, the texture work that you put in. I I really love it. I really adore it. And also, I want to understand your thing with Harry Potter because, of course, everybody, oh. at least most people, love Harry Potter. But I think you seem to like it a little too much because I see oh, like <laughs> what like three out of four illustrations on Harry Potter, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah, of course, not bad at all. I I really yes. hope. JK you can never have too much of harry potter that's true and i hope jk rowling sees it someday and probably she commissions you to actually do it officially and probably the next yeah, book or the nice. you know so then the next reprint uh-huh. of harry potter comes out with oh illustrations God. with mm-hmm. by aishwarya vora that that that's a good thing that would be a dream man that would be a dream right thank you thank you no uh, so fingers crossed so uh, yeah fingers crossed yep. mm. right so uh actually you know what let's jump into the conversation so uh as okay. always mm-hmm. i'd like to uh start the conversation from where it all began <clears throat> so uh why don't you take us through your journey right so your journey where it all started uh what are you doing currently so the entire arc go ahead oh so this is going to be a little long yeah a little long story because i started quite late as you say and mm-hmm. sort of a late bloomer here so uh i've always loved drawing i really enjoyed drawing even as a kid and i was pretty decent at it i think i was sort i was the class artist <laughs> in school but i never really thought of doing it professionally to be honest never like even in school maybe like when i was 9 or 10 i must have just thought like of becoming an artist then but as i grew up i just completely dropped that idea altogether 
because I just did not want to make money out of art for some reason. I just loved it too much. It was such a nice, precious hobby for me. And I thought maybe if I start making money out of it, you know, the whole thing will get corrupted. My love for the thing, my love for art. So I just did not want to pursue it professionally. Even though everybody in my family and all my friends, they were pushing me like right from school, school only after 10th when, I, when we have to choose our subjects. So my mom and everybody who thought well of me, they told me you take arts. But I don't know what was wrong with me because I was like, I was right. too stubborn at that time for some reason. And no, I ended up taking so commerce. Opposite. That is so opposite. Yeah, that's so opposite. I don't know why I did these things, to be honest. I don't know. That was my journey, I guess. That was supposed to be a part of my journey, let's right, say. Of course. So at that time, I was completely against the idea of uh, turning this into a career. So I did not study it. I took commerce. I did my BBA. I then took up a job, but I was always drawing. I still used to draw every day, but mm-hmm. professionally, but otherwise I, I wanted to draw and I was constantly drawing and I was giving oh, away drawings mm-hmm. to my friends and people, but I just didn't want to do it professionally. So after my graduation, I went to Bangalore for my, I took up a job. I got like placed in Infosys at that time and I took up oh a job and I went to Bangalore. <laughs> you are there, is it? You are? Oh, nice. I was. I was. That was my first organization as well. That was my first organization as well. Oh, how cool. I I left it uh, two years ago though. But yeah, please continue. Oh my God, you were in Bangalore and in the same organization. Yeah. This is like long back though. And uh, what happened was I, me and my brother, we graduated at the same time because I did BBA and he did his BTEC. He's one year older than me. I moved, I got a job and he went to the States for his uh, MS. So what happened was that after we kind of moved out of our house, my mom got really depressed. Okay. I don't know. uh, Maybe it was, you know, the nest is empty kind of thing or what, but she got really, uh, really depressed. And we had never seen her like that. Okay. We had always seen her like this super strict parent who did not emote too much. And it was so hard to see her, you know, that vulnerable side of her. So she was like always crying on the phone. Uh, and, and, and this was in Punjab, I, right? Uh, you were growing up in this Punjab, was, if I'm not wrong. Uh, yeah, this, she was in Ludhiana and I was in uh, Bangalore at that Aglo, time. Right. So I decided to quit my job and come back. I was like, okay, this is not working out. Anyways, the job was also not working out. So I thought, okay, let me just quit my job. And uh, so I left it and I came back home. But after that, I did not know what to do. Like at all. I was completely clueless because whatever I had planned for myself, had uh, you know not worked out after my job experience i i realized that i didn't want to do my mba which i had initially mm-hmm. planned mm-hmm. so i came home and i was like so clueless i had no freaking clue ki ab kya karna hai aage and what i want to study so for 6 to 8 months i was like jobless completely jobless not doing anything just like filling up random forms random forms and wasting money uh, then i had a friend's boyfriend who was doing a course in animation uh, i thought okay let me give this a shot. You know, we have, I have to do something. Might as well do this, you know. Not that I was seriously thinking of a career in animation, but just to fill a void and do something, I thought, right. okay, let me also take up this course. Yeah. So it was a diploma course from Framebox Institute of Multimedia. I mean, not like an illustration course, just a basic, you know, they teach you how to use the software. Mm-hmm. So I took up that course and I, I think I learned Photoshop and I hadn't even gotten to the animation part. I got married. Oh, <laughs> and then okay. I left it. Yeah. <laughs> Then I left it. I didn't do anything with it for six years. Can you believe it? I just, I mean, I, I didn't even fo- open Photoshop for six years after that. So this whole thing, I mean, uh, I was already in my late twenties by then. <laughs> and uh, the art was nowhere in scene for me, even then. Right. I was still drawing every day mm-hmm. and frustrating literally everybody around me because 
by this time people were also beginning to get impatient that why can't you see what we see that you are meant to do this professionally but i was still like stubborn and not doing it but uh, in 2015 uh, my brother got married so i did his wedding card and i my brother in law also got got married the same year and i did his wedding card as well Okay. so and people really like the wedding cards so that kind of gave me a little bit of you know maybe confidence or push or something because after that i thought okay maybe yeah i could consider doing this you know mm-hmm. this might work out you know mm-hmm. but uh, i wasn't doing any digital work at that time i was only doing traditional art right so and even my husband was like constantly pushing me he had also had enough of me wasting time so <laughs> he was also the one who was like constantly telling me kuch kar kuch kar and all ab uh, okay now now that i decided that's how okay this i could do something with this but i did not know where to start like most new mm. you know beginners mm. so obviously you know instagram is the <laughs> go to place right. for a beginner so i opened an instagram account this was before this account i had another account before my current account okay. and i started posting like some random artwork you know because at that time i didn't really have any style okay i was doing traditional art but i had no no voice as such i was doing all kinds of all kinds of drawings you know i was doing mm. watercolors i was doing pen and ink i was doing pencil sketching mm. i was good at everything but there was no distinct distinct Direct. style as you say to it yeah yeah right. and uh, it was a little all over the place and you couldn't really identify my work from someone else's work it was just good drawing and that that was all it was so and i guess i guess i always knew that that's that was an area that i lagged in because that is something that kept, that held me back for a long time you know uh, because that is why i did not want to do it professionally because i knew maybe that i'd not be able to make it big because i there was really nothing that was setting me apart from the others who were doing the same thing right for like in year or so i just played around with different things you know i was right. just uh, watercolors and you know exploring things i literally right. just exploring things watercolors and modern calligraphy was like pretty popular at that time so i mm-hmm. also tried to dabble in it a little bit and chote uh, moti projects used to come you know like like really basic stuff you know mostly from people i already knew mm-hmm. so that was happening so nothing ball hadn't really started rolling by then but i had at least made a beginning so i think uh, after almost a year what happened was one of my friends referred me to someone who was looking for a children's book children's book artist so that was all she was a first time writer okay. so she also didn't have much experience with you know illustration or writing also or publishing at all so my friend uh, gave me uh, gave her my contact number so that person got in touch with me that was my first bigish project you can say right for that time at least it felt big so right. that was which the first was project i took which year was this this was in 2017 okay yeah. 2017 right yeah 2017 so because i started my instagram in 2016 and mm. uh, after almost an year i got this project mm. but this was not done digitally this was done in watercolors oh, and i never wow. share it because i find it really stupid now so i don't never share that project because obviously i've made so much improvement as an artist since then i am a little embarrassed right. of the work that but, i had but done but is the work so, available somewhere maybe on behance or uh, somewhere is uh, it there no Uh, oh, no, so I'd no rather not put it anywhere. Oh, <laughs> no oh, indication man. of it anywhere. <laughs> okay. I, I should not be saying this. My uh, the person who hired me for that job must be thinking, "What? Uh, what is she saying here?" <laughs> so, uh, anyways, <laughs> but that <laughs> that project that project gave me the push to go digital because that art uh, and that and that author she was actually looking for a digital artist, but I wasn't doing digital work, so she gave me mm-hmm. she still gave me a shot and. Uh, I did the whole project in uh, you know analog, but uh, right. 
at least so, i uh, got some motivation here, so uh, were huh. you in that case were you like uh, let's say making it on paper and then scanning it is that the way yeah. you were it yeah that that oh, was wow. what i was doing yes that was wow. Huh. Wow. okay yeah <laughs> but it's much harder to make like revisions and all in that case i know i know like I it's know. so much easier to make revisions digitally right it's like so forgiving the whole photoshop because, and procreate experience uh, I think in 2017 this was a hey, this was the same time when I also kind of got my okay. first uh, commission mm. and uh, mm. the lady who commissioned me uh, of course then I did not have an iPad or something right so it was very digital mm. sorry analog for me a pen paper yeah. and uh, uh, watercolor I remember uh, I had to make I think four or five revisions to the final artwork which meant I had to create it from scratch from scratch yeah with the yeah, full watercolor yeah. and at the end I yeah. was so frustrated compared so frustrated, to now, my god I know right come <laughs> I know, I know that now movie. cut to now when my clients ask me for 10 11 12 changes all I have to do is really just make changes to one layer and yeah, you are done you're sorted true. my god digital is such a blessing Anyway, please continue. This yeah. is total blessing, yeah. So yeah, yeah so that's what. Even uh, after that, I thought, okay, maybe I should invest in a tablet and I should start, uh, you know, uh, drawing digitally because uh, there is so much more scope in digital than there is in traditional. And that's what I felt at least. Unless you are like amazing, yeah. amazing traditional artist, then it's a different thing. Right. But I definitely felt the market is much bigger for digital work. Okay. Absolutely. So um, uh, I bought a Surface Pro and. Uh, and thankfully the tra- the transition from traditional to digital was like really easy for me i i don't know i didn't struggle with it at all and it was almost like my whole life was building up to this <laughs> i know i sound dramatic but the moment i started like drawing on photoshop it was so natural it just i, I like even uh, like a lot of people when they share their initial drawings you can see the difference between their progress you know from the initial to where they are now but when i see my initial drawings I find them also pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I sound so cocky. <laughs> but that's so that's like really sweet. That's sweet. No, I'll, but I'll also <laughs> tell sweet. you. I, I'll probably add another thing to this. So you just mentioned mm-hmm. that you uh, your first uh, device was a Surface Pro, right? Mm-hmm. What that possibly meant was that you were sketching or illustrating, or your strokes were on the screen itself. Am I correct? Yeah, in, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, let's say you're full looking. interactive display is what. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you were mm-hmm. looking at the. a stroke that you are making and your stroke so your eye hand coordination was pretty natural how it would be on paper mm-hmm. i'll tell you where yeah. a lot of mm-hmm. uh, younger artists while beginning they have a problem and uh, i i call mm-hmm. it the teething problem i had it as well uh, so okay. my first device was a wacom okay so it was not okay. a, a surface pro so it was a wacom uh, i think it was an intuos pro if i'm not wrong and what okay. happens in mm-hmm. this one is it's not you it's it's like a digital tablet sl- or a slate let's call it right i know i know i had a wacom uh, yeah. uh, bamboo ha huh. i had like the basic version yeah yeah correct, correct. Uh, i and used to edit my uh, watercolor drawings through the bamboo thing yeah uh, i, I used the bamboo one so i understand where you're coming correct. from correct yeah. and the problem in that is that hmm. you are you're you're looking at the screen but your hand yeah. the table so the the i had coordination just messes up so what you're saying yeah, that yeah, yeah, artists yeah. initially yeah. when they start the illustrations look really bad uh that yeah. happens <laughs> i should be saying that so mean of you yeah. <laughs> 
no but <laughs> I, I, I hold on to it so i think i used my wacom it's still there i i still have my wacom because it's a part of my hmm. history and everything but uh, yeah exactly but i i didn't really use it for a lot of projects because thankfully uh, luck kind of was on my side and i got a couple of good hmm. commissions which paid me a lot and then i could totally move on to my ipad for uh, yeah, yeah. my hmm. life ipad changed my life completely oh. but anyway so uh, continue I so can you, understand, were, yeah. uh, you were working on the uh, photoshop with uh, the uh, the yeah, surface yeah. Photo. so then yeah. so once i started um, uh, so let's say my actual journey began in like mid 2017 once i bought my tablet and i started drawing digitally then at first i was of course you know the first year is first year is the you know time when you are just showing the bit of work uh, i mean that just basically showing that you can draw and the projects are only going to come from you know not only but most projects are going to come from people that you already know or through their references right that's how literally everybody starts so my first year was like just me drawing cute things and and uh, and a lot of people from my college they got in touch with me for like projects and then they started referring me to other people and then slowly by the end of first year i started getting like good projects also so that's how the whole thing began what do you but, mean but uh, i did start really late though hmm? sorry uh, i missed you huh? by, uh, good projects define good projects good projects as in uh, my first uh, like decent project was uh, when i got uh, when i had to design when i was asked to design like backgrounds for a children's app so that was like uh-huh. a really nice project that was like one of the first big ones that i got otherwise before that i was only getting like smallish ones you know personal commissions and yeah, right. yeah yeah logo design Mm-hmm. and logo designing is like seems to be very popular which i did initially but i hate doing it so i don't do it anymore why thankfully i can i have the choice now that i can say no to logo designing projects but, but, but initially i did did a few i hate it yeah i just so find it so stressful <laughs> man so stressful <laughs> because it doesn't come naturally to me it's so much uh, like so technical yeah i like to just like uh, be a little free with my drawing and mm-hmm. logo designing is stressful so right. i don't so do that anymore designer mostly and it's an illustrator i think you yeah. are more of an illustrator compared to let's say a designer in that case right true 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 mm-hmm. true i enjoy the drawing experience and logo design doesn't have much of that right mm-hmm. even if you draw and if you even if you create a concept mm-hmm. uh, you create a concept but then you have to you know like work in illustrator which i'm not very comfortable with yes yeah. the painting correct yes i Yeah, yeah. so i'm not very good at that yeah right. i did have a few bad experiences also i mean i did get a few uh, projects that seemed very promising but that turned out to be a major disaster that also happened in my first year mm-hmm. so that's always what a learning happened? experience what happened what why was it a disaster <laughs> yeah first year okay. i uh, i would name the client but actually it was my fault also i'm not going to just blame the client blatantly because what happens is when you just start out you are like so desperate to just get work that you will take on anything that is offered to you <laughs> no and for someone who resisted making what who didn't even want to make money in the first place ah, it is right. so weird that I... <laughs> not make money out of my art correct yes. and now i'm like here you know desperately taking projects whatever is being offered so uh, what happened i think even bigger companies big companies they can also smell potential is what i realized oh, like they can see they good can point. see that you are a ha huh, that they are, you know you're a beginner but obviously your rates you cannot charge as much as an experienced person because you don't have the experience but you have the talent so they will reach out to you and they want you to do some job and they'll obviously promise that we have a lot of work to offer but hamara oh, budget that trap you know that, that, yes. that, that trap right yes i have so, been uh, i've been in that yes 
that's a very very common thing that you that's hear i've heard it from a lot one, of people yeah, yeah. Right, because yeah, yeah that we don't have a lot of budget abhi ke liye for now would you give it to me for Haan. let's say a little cheaper because i've got larger projects yeah. coming so it's always that that's true carrot <laughs> in front of you they'll show and they will like, oh, yeah 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 that's true true carrot yeah. and the stick thing yeah bilkul bilkul so yahi that was the thing so uh, <laughs> and that project also i don't know why i took it like this project it was completely vector based project and i'm not even too comfortable working with vectors right. i mean i was at least initially i was trying to learn illustrator now i don't even bother because right. i know i don't enjoy it it's too technical for me i it's not that intuitive so <laughs> so this project is like uh, that you have to create 30 i don't know 25 or 30 vector based like very elaborate illustrations and they had to be done in a week oh, for shit. very little money <laughs> yeah 30 in a week and they like nahi bahut aisa it's very urgent deadline this that and for someone who is not even proficient in illustrator i don't know what i was thinking because i took it and after that every single night i'm sobbing non stop and i'm crying <laughs> i'm working i'm sobbing i'm working <laughs> till 3 in the morning and my husband is like yaar why don't you just tell them that you don't want to do it that you can't right. do it right. and i'm saying no no i cannot give it up i was too proud to just tell them that i'm not going to do it that i cannot do it and and i felt bad also for them because they had created this image that they needed in a week and i kept thinking yaar if i give it up who is going to do it <laughs> what is my idiot man my god you and i are similar in that way personality <laughs> one okay so and after a week because i was so bad at it i obviously did a horrible job <laughs> and the project also <laughs> did you so, get paid that's important did you get paid i got paid like 5000 rupees for that after spending 100 hours on the whole thing oh my yeah. god because they said yeah this is not going to work i'm so we are so sorry and i think they should have also told me right at the beginning because they kept asking for revisions even though they could see that <laughs> it was not working out for either of us but uh, they insisted that i finish it then they told me that no this is this is not going to work but ye lo 5000 rupees le lo or sounds like a good father ki okay you have started so please complete i know i'm not going to use Haan. it ever for shit but yeah please complete that that's discipline for yes. you that's a training in discipline oh you know what uh, about that uh, about the vector ashwarya yeah? and uh, vector hmm. and the combination of vector and tiers right i have a solution <laughs> no <story>. man <laughs> uh, when i was beginning again this is 2017 early 2017 okay and uh, that was the time when i of course i don't have a background right i don't have a, I, i haven't I was hmm. trained uh, professionally in this and i had hmm. no clue of what was a vector and what was a what is a raster, raster right raster huh. Huh. at all i've never heard about these things vector same, was same, same, physics yeah. huh. that was the last time i had heard of vector back in school physics <laughs> now uh, this client came and they wanted uh, some designs and it was more hmm. of a uh, uh, not a logo design it was more to do with a label label design it was label okay packaging. okay and uh, they wanted it and i was like ha theek hai label hai to i can always do it on photoshop or let's say uh, 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 any mm-hmm. of the raster based programs and i i didn't know so mm-hmm. i just knew photoshop or let's say i knew uh, autodesk sketchbook pro right procreate okay. was there mm-hmm. so i took up the project mm-hmm. i was like yeah, yeah i'll do it uh, great ideas in my head i went to pinterest like did a bunch of research mm-hmm. everything great and mm-hmm. then say that's what uh, we need to be able to stretch it because we will be using it in multiple uh, sizes and dimensions oh, so the same design God, has yeah. to be there and i'm like oh shit because i know if yeah. you stretch my work it will get it will get pixelated of course it will be pixelated, pixelated yeah exactly yeah. 
I'm like, what do I do? And then of course, like there's ego and pride also, right? I can't do yeah. it. But how will you do that? I can't do that. Huh. Then I started searching. And back in the day, Instagram for me was not a place where I could just totally go out and ask some artist, hey, what do you do? And yeah. how do you do it? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started searching on Google frantically by myself. And uh, finally, mm-hmm. I figured out there's something called Vector. And then I realized that huh. a vector, hmm. there is this tool that you can use called Adobe hmm. Illustrator. And, Illustrator like, huh. and I thought Illustrator, nam se, I thought, okay, it must be something which you used to illustrate, right? Now, <laughs> I did not know it was something. Oh, you naive boy. Huh? Exactly. It was something <laughs> to do with, let's say, anchor points and this and that, right? And I got right. Illustrator. Uh, so I was like, my, one of my friends actually had an Illustrator license. So I was like, hey, can you please, uh, can hmm. I use your uh, laptop for a couple of days? Hmm. I just want to try it. And I took this uh, laptop from my friend for, I think, a month, uh, not a month, sorry, a week on loan. I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, how much I get just two, three labels, I'll be able to do it. And then I realized, oh, shit, you have to learn Illustrator. And then I went into YouTube, started doing that. Mm-hmm. And same story. Oh, sure, Every day I used to sit and cry. I swear. There was, uh-huh. there were I totally years. feel you, man. Uh-huh. I was crying. I was like, nee karna hai, but the money was good. Was like, <laughs> oh, poor thing, man. Only I know how I completed that. But yes, uh, after I did, I, I completed that That money, of course, helped me to get my iPad. And then that was one of the, I would say, stepping stone. That project was one of the stepping mm. But Oh, that's good I, for you. It worked out, man. It worked out. It did work out. But oh, I remember that's, okay. yeah, that's, and, hmm. uh, that's why I also kind of avoid vectors unless it's too... Same, uh, same. Uh, like unless I, you have this no other way uh, exactly. you have to no, do I, it huh? so now what i do is a very simple thing so on procreate i would make the whole illustration or whatever the line work trace it huh, huh. trace it yes in illustrator yeah. <laughs> life is easy just just do huh. some basic, uh, editing here and there some uh, uh-huh. here and there but then Tweaking, yeah. uh, correct that just makes it so much that's better. good yeah. yeah i'm not a victim but yeah raster for same like, here man same here oh please i I've also decided to avoid vector like plague because it just doesn't work for me. I mean, that's what I can do it if there's no other option. Like I have a project right now where I will have to do the final formatting in Illustrator, but there's no draw. At least I can draw in Photoshop and then do the formatting in whatever, get the print file ready in Illustrator. But I hate Illustrator, man. (laughs) My experience with that whole thing and crying because I remember it was so stressful, yeah, so stressful, so frustrating. And we tend to overestimate ourselves sometimes, right? Like, Absolutely. like you, we both did the same thing. Yeah, ha, ye ho jayega, yaar. I'll learn it. I still do. All the time. I, I still, <laughs> I sometimes sit down and curse myself. Like, dude, you need to get your uh, scoping skills in place. Like my scoping skills. <laughs> same here, place. man. Uh, but the thing is, I think I push myself and I complete. So till now, like, go, like mm. thankfully, Touchwood, there has not been a single project where I have missed the deadline. I, I kind of follow a thing where I will give you the uh, deliverables a day before the deadline. That's something which I totally follow. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah that, 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 that's that, nice. That's nice. That, that really works out. That's a thing I... Chalo, that's great. Yeah. Myself. But uh, yeah, that, that estimation thing is still something I'm learning. Anyway, anyway, what happened uh, after that? Yeah. So what happened after that? So yeah... Uh, where we are. <laughs> so yeah, I was saying, yeah, the first year is usually just trial and error, lots of trial and error. There'll be like some projects that do work out, some that don't work out, some that teach you something about yourself. Like after this project, I learned that, okay, vector is not my thing. I'd rather stick to raster. I only do Photoshop related projects. So, uh, but after first year, after that, after I got that uh, uh, mobile app wala project, right? The kids project. After that, I think uh, that was the turning point for me because after that, I got, started getting like projects on a regular basis like after that there's never been a point where I haven't had work 
because they have like uh, custom map designing book work no uh, book work I, especially I started on your behance is it on your behance i remember seeing a map yeah there is some uh, map on behance i think right, so yeah right 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 yeah yeah so i need to update my behance when i haven't updated it in like two years i <laughs> yeah, know behance is the place where i thought one day okay no i need to be serious and i went and opened a profile on behance i posted a couple <laughs> of things and then i forgot about behance completely same here man same here i i always am so lazy to post on behance although behance is really useful Exactly. because from behance you can uh, directly update your adobe portfolio site and mm. and sometimes you get good projects yaar my exactly. my favorite book project that i've got gotten i got it through adobe portfolio and i don't even know how that client found the site because i literally have never worked on that portfolio site amazing yeah i did it was just created on auto matlab i must have just sat down like one day and i just uh created the profile based on uh, based on my behance projects so, you like so literally it just takes your behance projects उटिंग Yeah. more uh, people will be able to find me i think yeah that that's that's a personal yeah, yeah. we get lazy yeah. i think we just start focusing all our attention on instagram I, though I, instagram is really not the only place that we should hmm. you know focus all our energies on correct because there is like i got a really nice project offered through dribble and i have literally posted dribble. two things wow. on dribble yeah i am not active on dribble at all i posted like two things that was also like two years ago hmm. but i still managed to get like a project offering from there and it was by a really nice client like razor pay offered me something unfortunately oh, okay. i was just about to leave for a holiday and this was last year and i was really busy so i could not take up that project but it was a really nice project because it was a map related project and it was such a fun project when I'm, i i just didn't have the time to take it Beautiful. but uh, that's another thing that one should be uploading on dribble and behance and your own website especially correct i still am yet to build my website i'm so embarrassed to admit this but one should do that because yeah, every good artist i've it's heard it's not difficult yeah it's not difficult so i did it in 2019 no. <laughs> and it literally took me a weekend to put things together i know like i i actually took a little extra time because i wanted to go out of the way and stuff but yeah, uh, it yeah. does not take that much time but at the end of the day when you have a uh, when you have a website of your own it does say a lot about you as a professional it, it shows that you are a little that's true you're legit right it. is what you're you said you're legit you're huh. legit absolutely yeah. that's Yeah, I have a yeah, website. I feel like uh, I feel like I don't feel legit because I don't have a website. Yeah, <laughs> that's there. Because I feel embarrassed sometimes when someone asks me, you know, show me your work, and I send my Instagram link. I know it is a bit embarrassing, right? Like, what? 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 And that's one of the. But I need to work on that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons I did the website because now I have a real portfolio and it's not a different place true. where you have to go and find it out. Yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, so then what happens? Hmm. So then after that. Uh, Uh, but even by then real children books projects were kind of you know eluding me so i decided to uh, you know uh, start focusing on those so what happened was i started uh, you know i joined a couple of facebook groups you know uh, groups for illustrators and authors mm-hmm. so obviously you know, people who are joining these groups they are also like newbies even authors i mean big publishing houses are not hanging out in these groups of course, of course. so but anyways you got to start somewhere right so <laughs> so i joined these groups and i i post the first time i posted on the group 
I got like a lot of inquiries from people, like a lot of uh, authors, you know, self-published authors or whatever. They started, they reached out to me. So I took up one project, although it was a very low-paying project, but I took that up because I wanted to show that I had done mm-hmm. actual book work that I was proud of, not not that other book that I'd worked on and that I'm I don't feel too good about anymore. <laughs> Apologies to the author, though. So I really wanted to show like that I am capable of doing good book work. So I took that project. It paid. It was, uh, I don't know, very low. The client had like a very low budget. But the thing is, it came with complete creative freedom. So that's a good thing. Mm. I mean, I could do anything. I didn't even have to show the client sketches. I <laughs> literally just did the whole thing and I just sent the file to the client. Wow. <laughs> it was that simple. Yeah, it was it was a dream project on those lines at least. So after I did that and after I posted a couple of pictures from that project on my Instagram, I again got another book project. And after that, it's just been like, uh, I don't know, it's been a regular thing now. And now I keep getting more projects. How many books have you done? To Even you? I've done very few only because I take a long time to finish books. <laughs> I have done two board books and four, um, five, and nine, maybe like seven, eight books. Yeah. Eight, seven, eight books is a few. Are you kidding me? I mean, uh, it's not too much like, also. They're what, not like... What jalepe too fancy. Going. <laughs> they're not too fancy. They're like simplish books. Only. Like simple, simple yeah, books. Come on. It's, it's, it's yeah. a book that you have. It's a real thing you have out there in the yeah. world. With your name on it. Come on. That, it's that's... exciting. Yeah, it's nice. It's special. Yeah. Really books are very special actually. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I, I can see my quality also improving with every book. Huh? Mm-hmm. that's true that's true you mm-hmm. get to I think that becomes more of a physical proof that your uh, style has changed so much over the years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you becoming more polished with your artwork okay. and your skills are also improving yeah okay. so, so actually, that's uh, that in, in terms mm-hmm. of uh, artists uh, so uh, I, I, I your style is something I'd like to get into in a while but in terms of artists mm-hmm. who are your inspirations if I have to kind of ask you to name a few uh, who are your inspirations uh, today Inspirations. I don't know if I'm consciously taking inspiration from anyone. <laughs> but obviously, I think we do. I do like several artists. I mean, I do love the work of several artists mm-hmm. for that matter. But uh, I don't know, inspiration-wise or not, uh, but uh, I can name a few. Like in India, I really love the work that Sandhya and Chaya Prabhat are doing. Oh, they, yes. Yeah, I love the work. Yeah, I the love the work. Palette, the, so, the color so, palette and the animation. Color palette, I know. Very beautiful. Yeah, very charming. Very charming very work. Beautiful, I mean, it's yeah. Her color very palette is her signature, I feel. Her color palette is yeah, her yeah, yeah. signature. Because I don't see that color uh, palette coming up in anybody else's uh, work. That's true. Right? true That's true, a true, very true. different kind of work she does. Yeah. yeah. Very bold colors. Yeah, right? very bold colors and very whimsical style of drawing. Correct. I find it like extremely beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I can go through her feed, like both the sisters for that matter, Chaya Absolutely. and Sandhya both. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, their style of drawing is very nice. I really love, them. love their work. So well also, no? they, they, their work complements each other so well when they do those collabs. Yeah, work. quite similar. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, beautiful work actually. So so they are the ones in India, especially I really love their work. Then I like work by these. Uh, they're not like very popular on Instagram, but they are quite uh, popular in the children's books industry as such. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's this uh, artist called Alex T. Smith. I'm not sure if you know. I think because I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very. I mean, uh, Pinterest uh, is populated oh, with his work. Right, correct. Yeah, correct. because correct. he's not. Uh, his work. Uh, I mean, his Instagram account is mostly his personal pictures and stuff. So mm-hmm. he 
it's not like work work like our accounts are right they were you only you, you only see work and nothing else right. but his person uh, his instagram account is mostly personal pictures but on pinterest i found his work so okay. his and i f- just love it i just love the way he draws like i really love it the way he draws characters it's so cute man it's so cute i really find that inspiring because i feel i struggle with drawing as in i'm good at coloring but my drawing lacks that uh, natural movement and fluidity that i don't know i feel that way at least that uh, i find that his work has and like a lot of other artists they have a very very fun way of drawing almost like a child like uh, you know feel to the way he draws i'll send you a link to his work Like it's very simple if you look at it it's very like simple no. yeah very simple but very uh, uh, drawing based more than let's say yeah very drawing based i know right so i really like it i mean the way he draws characters and their expressions it's so fun because i find it's perfect for books and even his coloring style is like almost like flat color and outlines right it's not like too much shading or not like texture or anything but i really admire his drawing style yeah so his and there's another artist catherine durst she's from canada yes her work also yes. i find really yes. fun like so fun so fun it is and the way uh, she'll make characters and animals especially it's it's a lot of i don't know i find it extremely charming yeah so these are two people whose work i really like obviously there are like so many others yeah. even her catherine's uh, so, color palette is also very different uh, slightly yeah, very different feel to it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like and even though her outlines are like really dark and stuff, but the colors are going to be so vibrant that uh, I don't know, very different, very. Uh, Correct. It really stays with you. It leaves an impression on you when you see it. So I find it really nice. Yeah. It stands. So I think these. Yeah, it stands out. Does stand out. I think she was the first person who. Um, she had made this Harry Potter artwork, which I really loved, and I think that might have inspired me to make. you know fan art myself yeah i guess we could say that yeah she had made this drawing of harry potter where he is like sitting the cupboard under the stairs scene you know when uh-huh. he's inside his uh, you know room, room under the yeah. stairs and the aunt and uncle they are yelling at him so and she's made such a cute rendition of the whole thing it's just adorable and i saw it and i thought okay yaar i wish i could also do something like this and uh, i am of course making it in my own style but right, right. she was the inspiration yeah yes okay so since you spoke about style ashwarya let's let's finally jump into the ocean that is the never ending ocean that is style okay so uh, <laughs> my, first, <laughs> my first question to you is uh, how do you define your style oh i don't know yeah you tell me i don't know i think it's cute i think the overall feel that you get from it is like cute and warm Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that's what people take away from it. I uh, like everybody, even like new followers who come and who message me. They always, they literally every single person says the same thing. Your work is so cute and positive. Yeah, that's what I hear the most. So I don't know, I don't know where the positivity is uh, in the whole thing. But yeah, the cute cuteness factor is definitely there. So uh, yeah, I guess, I guess uh, it's a little silly and fun. so i try to bring my own personality into the thing right. i don't know if it was conscious or or it right. just happened but uh yeah i think the cuteness thing definitely stands out yeah 
and also um, yes. um uh, one of the things i will add to it is the texture as i was telling you earlier i love oh. <laughs> yeah you really have a thing for texture right <laughs> I, have, i have i have oh my god i love texture trust me like i don't I know i'm not a, uh, i'm not a big i'm not i won't say i'm not a big fan but uh, personally when i'm making art i would never hmm. make flat art you will never see my coloring being Same flat here. I just yeah, even I don't make flat. I cannot yeah. do a flat color fill and just be happy yeah. with it. I'm not a happy person when I fill colors using the bucket tool or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same I, here, same here. I need to have those grains and textures and uh, yeah, I, I, I love textures. I'm yet to kind of get like really good at it. I'm I'm still not hmm. happy with my textures, but so, there are few days when I look at something I have made and I'm like, hey, this is good. I, I really did a good job. Oh. Correct, exactly. Yeah, even okay. I love textures. Yeah. Like okay. for my own work, I definitely love textures. But like, if I see someone else's work, like Alex's work, then I'm like, yeah, flat colors are cool. <laughs> but I know I can never do that. I want to color, and I want to shade, and I want to, I don't know, add texture, like you said. So yeah. Yeah, I'm actually while talking to you, going through your Instagram uh, illustrations, I have to say, I, I this is one of the things you have a specific way of doing the eyes and the nose, and like you have a little bit of reddish thing around the cheek, and the nose is a little. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you you have the thing Inkra, and dots for yeah. eyes, yeah, and the dots for the eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing, yeah, I, I can see that. Hmm. Okay, so uh, actually, I still haven't decided how to draw eyes because there are different ways I draw eyes. Yeah, yes. so for some for some uh, illustrations, it's just dot for eyes. For some other, they are like proper eyes. Uh, I I, I like see the Adobe to... one, Adobe one where you have like done a proper large eye. And yeah, the yeah. Goddesses the goddesses were all yeah. the goddesses. They all had eyes. Yeah, because. Eyes are like the main thing about goddesses, right? The, the eyes had to stand out, so I couldn't do dot eyes for the goddesses. Ah, correct. For so, India, yeah, I, I don't think you can do justice with dot eyes, especially for the. I know you cannot. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I see where you cannot. Hmm. Hmm. Sure. Yeah, so, but for the Harry Potter ones, I see you. You're using the dot for the eyes. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is something new. I just noticed. I think behind the dot, also, you do some line work to give some more definition to the eyes. Yeah, I do that. I do that. Arey, wow! This is this is, I... this is new. This is interesting. Wow! Wow! <laughs> you are so observant. It's very nice. Very impressive. Mm. I I told you I like your style. I told you I like your style. Okay, so let's let's talk about the style more. So, how did you develop the style? Now, mm. I know there are a bunch of people who have this question. Very common question. I have this mm. question. Uh, how did you go about building your style? I don't know. Yeah, I think to be honest, even I don't exactly know how. i got to you know uh, how i found my style because like i said when i was doing traditional artwork and i had like a lot of experience doing traditional artwork considering i had been doing it since i was a kid till i was 30 so uh, i think when i was doing traditional i did not have any style i'll be honest i was all over the place maybe the reason i did not have style was because um because i was just focusing on the drawing element like getting the drawing to look perfect but i wasn't really focusing on bringing my own personality into the drawings i mean i don't know if that makes sense at all <laughs> because now when i see my work i think my work now is a reflection of who i am as a person because i people tell me that i am a warm and positive person and i think my drawings show that mm. and uh, even with like other people also i see um, you can see that they the more successful ones are the ones who in i know in whose work i can actually see their a glimpse of how they are as people you know so i think you have to be authentic that is like okay. one of the elements that can uh, okay. this is very know? easy to say okay you have to be authentic no, you know? 
I, I you have to be authentic. But how do you, how do you in within quotes be authentic? Because I'm you have so, to I'm know sure who I'll, you I'll are. You For what, one, you have to know who you are. I'll, I'll tell you what, Ashley. I think there are so many listeners right now. I know we are recording this like way too early, and people will listen to it. God knows when. But I'm sure there'll be huh. at least one listener who's probably uh, like nodding their head wildly saying, "Yes, how do I be authentic? Tell me that." <laughs> authentic? I'm not. I'm getting there. Getting there. Huh. <laughs> Even I don't know what I'm saying, but let me try and get there at least. Uh, the thing is, you have to know what makes you unique. Okay. What is the thing about you that stands out? Of course, there are like we cannot put ourselves in a box. There is like a person can be more than just one thing, but there has to be something that is like your defining characteristics, right? Like if you see uh, Chaya in Sandhya's work, it's so bold and so confident. That is, I don't know them personally at all, right. but that is what I get from their illustrations. I imagine them as women who are very. <laughs> confident and i i am guessing they would be like that because you see their work and you even their instagram page there is no fluff man they yeah. are not putting their personal pictures they yeah. are not putting random stories they are only sharing their work and i think it shows a level of confidence in your self right it shows how uh, comfortable you are in your shoes that you don't need anything extra to get more followers right so right. that is what i get from their color palette or their drawing style if i see someone uh, like sanjana desai's right you see San- sanjana desai's work it's so soft and you know it's so i don't But know it has I, like uh, that I, i know your uh, this episode will come uh, will be live during early march or something but by then a sanjana desai podcast has already been released so i'm kind of being oh, time here yeah so i i i interviewed her uh, i think uh, earlier this week and and it's going to come oh, all, how awesome man yeah, go live in feb so we spoke a lot about her book the the ratan tata uh, book the, yeah 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 oh right. very nice right. so yeah. when i see her work i feel like uh, she she comes across as someone who is just like a very sweet person you know like a very like a very kind and sweet and you know I I don't know that just the feeling that you get when you look at a work because it has that softness so I imagine her to be like that and from right. whatever little conversations that I've had with her it right. looks like she is that kind of person I mean not to say that someone who is confident is not sweet or <laughs> even uh, Chaya and Sandhya are like sweet and kind but you know right we all have like defining characteristics right so I think the moment you realize what I mean, maybe we're not even doing it consciously I'm not saying that they must have planned it in their head ki hamara kaam aisa hoga but mm-hmm. i think it once it inadvertently enters your work is when you become authentic and of course the skill part is there you have to work on your skills right you have to be able to draw that's the first thing Correct. but uh, the style element comes when you start putting your personality into it like you see even with webcomic artists i see like mm-hmm. you see neha neha doodles work right, neha so doodles, right. you see neha's personality she is so mm-hmm. sassy and correct. so correct and i don't know she's so bindas yeah she doesn't care and that shows correct. in her work absolutely absolutely and as opposed to someone like alicia's who's who seems like someone who's super friendly and very mm-hmm. cute and very mm-hmm. you know uh, friendly friendly you know and right. that shows in her work right. right her work is so full of uh, you know uh, feel good she it has that feel good factor and mm-hmm. that is what you get from her personality also that is at least that is what we see that she must be that she is a very lively person she is a very cute person and that is being reflected in her work 
I mean, that's my, uh, I don't know, that is how oh, I'm seeing things. Tell that... me this. Uh, no, that, that's completely fair because that's your way of looking hmm. at it. And of, of course, there's nothing yeah. wrong about it. Now, tell me this. If uh, you have to give tips to uh, an, uh, someone who is still finding their style and in, 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 still in that journey and uh, uh, being somebody who has already found her style, I believe you have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be your uh, top three tips to this person about uh, how do you put yourself in that illustration or your qualities? Uh, how do you go about doing that? Now, I know you said it's a very subconscious thing probably just happens. Mm-hmm. Something that you can add, which will help them do that maybe a little better? For one, we have to be a little self-aware. Let's start with being self-aware and knowing where our strengths lie. Because uh, like I was listening to Neha Doodle's uh, podcast once. I don't know. She had, uh, she was a guest in like one of the podcasts. And she mentions that I always knew that I was never good at drawing. Like I'm not like the brilliant when it comes to drawing. I don't have like drawing skills. But I am a good storyteller. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to bring into my work. Like if you see my work, it's not like, uh, it's not amazing from an artistic point of view. But I'm telling unique stories. Stories that... um, that I find funny or whatever, you know, that, that resonate with me. So that is showing, that is what her work is all about. Okay. So I guess it starts with, first of all, you know, knowing what makes us different and where our strengths lie. Mm-hmm. And uh, then finding a way to bring it down to paper. Because I, like for me, I'm someone that I like cute things. I like silly things. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, you know, positive things. Mm-hmm. So Maybe I did not try it consciously at first, but uh, it automatically, once I started drawing, it automatically started seeping into my work. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, self-awareness is definitely a must. Then, of course, I think there are some people who want to do one thing, but maybe they are lacking the skill part, right? Mm-hmm. Like I get contacted by a lot of people who want to do children's books, but I, when I see their work, I can see that they are. They need to work on their skills a lot more. Obviously, I never have the heart to tell them this thing <laughs> because it's hard, right? You cannot really say like directly to someone correct, that you know. Pehle aap apne art pe kaam karo, right? You need to work on the basic skill part first. Get your foundation straight. I think there are like certain shortcuts also that I think one can take. Okay. Uh, shortcuts yeah. as in. Um, uh, the moment you said shortcuts, my ears were like, okay, what is, what is it? I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, the thing is like, uh, like a lot of people, they struggle with drawing humans, right? Uh-huh. They don't know how to draw humans. They can imagine things, but right. they cannot put that imagination on paper because everything falls apart the moment you start drawing. <laughs> so, so that is, I think that's why people struggle with finding a style because drawing right? So I think there are like several classes that help you learn how to how to draw humans in a simplistic way. Like I know that there's an artist Tom Froze, right? I don't know if you know of, of him, but he has a class on Skillshare called Odd Bodies. Okay. I always recommend that class to people because he has a very whimsical way of drawing people. It's not very realistic as in he's not like sticking to proportions and you know the typical way of drawing human beings so he breaks down the whole process of how you can draw people in an easier way Hmm. so that anyone can do it so are these uh, very whimsical illustrated uh, human figures or are these like the serious ones with uh, proportions and stuff no no whimsical illustrated figures whimsical illustrated yeah they are whimsical ones Cool. And like, the, like I see another artist, I just recently discovered her work and I found it really cute. Shamika Doodles. Okay. I don't know if you know. No, yeah, I She's not like, like really big on Instagram, but she's, she's got a very small account, like 2,000, 3,000 followers. It's more about the work. Uh, yeah. It's uh, the, the number. Yeah. Why yeah. 
Instagram to bakwas ekdam you know it not does not push like uh, good content sometimes but her work is really nice and mm. it's so whimsical yaar so no i want to i said the kuch proportion nahi hai usme the way she draws human beings is like so cute it's so distorted but it's still i mean you it, it, it still makes sense name. and looks really I fun know. i know so i, I think know. we if people if there are people who are struggling to draw like realistic things i think you need to find a way to simplify the whole thing and come up with a very uh, come up with a drawing style that is that is not so realistic that is a little more mm. little more whimsical so i think uh, we need to find where our strengths lie but the problem in today's time is that there is so much good art to look at that uh, sometimes overload you know it's so much inspiration everywhere that you see a certain person's work and you want to be able to draw like them Sorry. so you focus all your energy on becoming them instead of finding how you can find how can you be yourself and you know have your own way of doing things so that is definitely a struggle in today's time i that is a good instagram point. has Yeah. yeah that's a good point because i also feel that and see this is something which i'm going through as well which is probably at times you don't get enough space to sit back and do your own thing because you're always yeah. on instagram and you're always getting True. inspired which is a good thing but then you're not doing anything about that inspiration you're just getting inspired yeah. saving those posts for looking at them later and not doing anything True. 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 that's a good point True. True. it gives imagination also in some way because aap you're not giving yourself time to you know be unique yourself you are so busy trying to be like other people that is a good point so yeah, obviously it helps sometimes you know in getting inspiration from others because you get tips on you know how to color and everything mm-hmm. but when it comes to drawing in i think you have to do it yourself to be able to Correct. get good at it Correct. and i think even i need that i'm saying it now but even i need to work on my drawing skills because i know that there are certain areas where i lack especially drawing humans i also struggle with drawing humans a bit it takes me a while to get uh, the proportions right i am I'm, i'm not lying man i'm serious i'm serious hate drawing humans <laughs> especially the hands and feet oh god hands are my nightmare man but uh, the thing I, is i am not giving myself yeah. the time to practice huh? practice that yes that that's very yeah. important see uh, you know what uh, about the style thing now this is also uh, and i'm not a person who has found his style and all of that whatever hmm. uh, if you're listening to this in the future and if i have found it then yeah congratulations to me <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at this point you have point, a certain style that's not it no i don't okay tell me what is my style chalo let's do that what is my style how do you <laughs> i can't describe it but i think i can uh, when i see when i'm scrolling through instagram and i see your post mm-hmm. i know it's your post without knowing that it's your post hi sachi even if i don't see yeah yeah sachi yeah i know i know i can recognize your post without even that, seeing that... the name that is so heartwarming I, i am not even making this up that is so heartwarming because uh, that's a constant battle i'm fighting man for a while now but i'll tell you this for a, mm. as a person who still thinks let's put it that way who still thinks that i have mm. found my style uh, one of the mm. things that i'm trying out now and i think that's a t- not a tip but at least a point i can share with the listeners is that i think one thing which will help in your finding your style journey is to know where you want to be example mm-hmm. uh, let's say mm. you Sure, you are sure that you want to be a children's book illustrator. So you know mm-hmm. that okay, I need to work on my style in a particular direction. Versus, let's say I mm-hmm. want to be, let's say a proper. Uh, okay, imagine this: not a children's book illustrator, but somebody who is making content. Let's say like Amar Chitra Katha. Right, because okay. if you look at mm-hmm. it, the style in Amar Chitra Katha, the way they draw human figures, mm-hmm. very anatomically close to. Yeah. Character. 
right close to correct that's true. let's say a mm. children's book where anatomy is not the first thing you'd be thinking about to be very honest yeah. you can be full whimsical mm. you can play around yeah there is more around, room right? to play yeah. exactly and i think mm. that's one thing so I, i don't know which is the correct way like should your final goals decide your style or should your style decide your final goal like that that's almost like the which came first the chicken <laughs> or the egg uh, i don't know man no i think your final goals should decide your style yeah. i think so पॉसिबल and everything is possible i think that's where we get confused because we are so used to having boxes boxes excel sheets cells yeah. and rows and columns you you option to yeah choose whatever you want to Conversation. I like the way that this is same going here, same here. all over the place, but it's actually making sense somewhere. I just hope the listeners. Hmm. Also... I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I know. <laughs> they, I hope they're not like, "Yar, ye kya boli ja rahe hain?" Okay. No, but I'm having fun. Yeah, it's nice. Hana, right. So uh, about hmm. the style. Now moving on to the other side of it. So. Uh, about your color palette okay so when you i uh, okay. you correctly mentioned that yes when you talk about style uh, your uh, your drawing skill matters that is a part of your uh, style right uh, i yeah. also feel that along with your drawing skills your color can be your style as well the choice of colors or the color palette that you're using that mm-hmm. also can be a part or a pillar to your style now uh, i do uh, your colors okay when i look at your work mm. right uh, whatever let's say instagram behance whatever i do see mm. a certain color palette going across your entire feed right i i, I do oh, see oh is it i don't know yeah there ah. is there is one thing and i i'll to be very honest the first thing that comes to my mind is an ice cream shop Oh <laughs> when I go to an ice cream shop there are these different colors like there's a vanilla ka color there is a blueberry ka color and so on and so forth I can see a very yeah. similar color palette or a color scheme going through your entire work okay and I'm scrolling through it right now uh tell okay. me how do you choose your colors so when you're let's say working on a random illustration like your apna khud ka like your own illustration uh-huh. something just to kind of have fun and while away time how do you choose the uh-huh. colors oh okay this is one this one is really hard for me because I know like a lot of people they decide on a color palette before they start coloring right but I never do that so this is like a hard question for me to answer because I just go with my instinct pen I I don't know I never plan I never plan colors because I've realized that I cannot plan I'm incapable of planning my color palettes because if I plan my color palette I would still go all over the place and not stick to it because I do a lot of shading so uh So if i choose a certain shade of blue do the gradient thing yeah 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 i i it's like i just i think my go to colors are definitely uh, like bright colors i like yellows and blues and pinks so yeah. i think i do pink. find a way to include them i do see across so, all over the place yeah true yeah so uh, yeah there's no like no specific color palette but bright colors in general i think like happy colors i don't know hmm. like a very happyish at least that's what i think but uh yeah i i know i'm no help here because a lot of people i know they um, they advise you on you know learning the color wheel and everything and uh-huh. how to uh, mix colors and set a color palette but i never do that i just really go with my instinct when it comes to coloring yeah 
ஆட்டிஸ்டிங் Yeah, it is a practice based thing, you're right. And because I never really like learned these things mm-hmm. in like a class or anything. Right. So I just developed an instinct for them and it's it's been like that for me for years now. So I don't even think about it. I just pick colors and I start coloring. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do don't know. References? That's do you just how it works while doing it. Like do you have that idea where you first create a reference board and then start doing it? I do create references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do need references. I Yeah <laughs> like even if I have to draw a human I need because I cannot draw from muscle memory I realize that I cannot just if I need to draw a child who's running I will not be able to just sketch it out I'm not that good mm-hmm. uh, so I need to actually see pictures of like yeah, 10 people running and then I'll be able to draw yeah I need I need to have a board yeah so how do you go about I, doing that like uh, creating let's say a reference board for yourself when you are working on a project uh, let's say when you are working, working on, on a project okay which mm-hmm. is a continuous set of illustrations that you are making which mm-hmm. need to be homogeneous like uh, have the same look and feel throughout uh, how do you go okay, about okay. deciding the reference board like uh, for books like you know like books, book yeah. project is like mm-hmm. that right huh? so yeah i usually uh, i read the manuscript i try to create like an image in my head of how mm. i imagine each page to be like you know then i create a very very rough sketch like just like a basic thumbnail of mm. what goes where and everything mm-hmm. and then i'll try to polish it up a little bit thumbnail for all the pages like okay? a storyboard so i know kya ha like a storyboard true mm. like a storyboard of sort so but very rough storyboard then mm. i polish it like a little bit then i start uh, the research thing depends on what it has like most of my books they've had animals yeah hmm. they've been like animal based except for the french book that i did that had most humans hmm. but uh, the other books they are all like animals insects <laughs> sort of thing so i need to actually see what you know the those animals they look like in real life so i mostly create a board on pinterest hmm. i create a or i create a folder on my in my laptop mm-hmm. for ease of use <laughs> so then i just start collecting all the references there dump all the references in one folder but i sometimes overwhelm myself because i end up with so many references that i end up never looking at them <laughs> and when i when i start drawing then i again start looking for references so no please don't people don't follow my <laughs> the way i work you be a little more organized than me so uh, yeah but i do collect like references of actual pictures also sometimes i collect references of like drawings but mostly like real life images or uh, or like i take a picture of myself doing something and I then i use it as reference yes, yeah so poses sometimes i make people pose for yeah. 
so i would video call a friend let's say if i don't have anybody around me i'd video call my hmm. best friend back in calcutta i'm like hey listen put the camera somewhere and please do this pose as if you're jumping from here to there yeah yeah that really helps even i asked my husband to do it and i go yeah isko pakad ke dikhana zara let me i need to draw the hand <laughs> especially with hands yaar i'm like uh, hands I, I, are like my uh, my kryptonite man <laughs> they spell my doom <laughs> so yes i hate drawing hands so yeah that's usually uh, that's how i Usually go about it. Then I create a sketch. Hmm. Then you show the client the sketch. Then you make revisions. Then the usual, you know, the, yeah, the, the, sketch the, the, the revision. Parts, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, so uh, tell me this. So moving on from the sketch part to the coloring part. So right now I'll tell you what hmm. is open in front of me on my laptop. I have opened your Instagram. Hmm. Uh, that post where there is a dead pigeon for some reason on your. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's an illustrated. Oh man, the exhausted pigeon. pigeon. Yeah. But oh, it's hmm. exhausted. It's not dead, right? Yeah, it's not dead. Yeah, it's exhausted. Oh, oh don't, achha, 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 don't okay. kill him. Yeah. Huh? I I don't know. I just saw the cross on the eyes and the tongue out. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's passed uh, out. Oh, it's passed out. Huh? Okay, now I see the Z yeah. Z Z. Okay, so uh, I love the color. I love the texture. Again, I'm going back to my oh, texture thanks. idea. So uh, tell me this. So huh. let's say when you were creating this illustration, the pigeon one, and uh, for the listeners, I will link her Instagram page so you can also look at the same uh, not dead pigeons illustration on her page. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me exhausted pigeons illustration yes exhausted pigeons yes. uh, uh, so when you were coloring this chalo uh, sketch i understand but when you were coloring this so hmm. what what layers did you use like how many layers did you have if you can just quickly take us through so like let's say a flat color first and then you build up uh, how does that work out for you yeah yeah i create a flat color first actually this is a pretty old illustration yeah this illustration is like 3 years old uh, it's not oh. a new one yeah wow. <laughs> this is from my first year when i just started a couple of months into it yeah hmm. okay so i this keeps coming back into my page from time and again because i become this dead pigeon every now and then <laughs> so every time i'm feeling like this poor guy i start post i post it so i think i i don't remember obviously now the how many layers i had but mm-hmm. i usually work with a lot of layers yeah mm-hmm. i i don't know should i say organized or very disorganized because i don't name any layers ah, but i work with a lot of layers i think that yeah. so i create a basic sketch takes a lot of time naming layers takes yeah up. it takes yeah i know right unless i group i group things unless you're showing it to somebody ki dekho maine kitna acche se kiya like i know i know so see how organized i am exactly but i ideally i would never do that yeah so yeah so so coloring process like like you do a flat and after that where do you go actually like i have a couple of layers of just sketches mm-hmm. then i create a flat color i don't remember <laughs> i think now i just now, create now a flat color oh, okay ah, okay i create a flat color then i create a clipping mask and i start uh, shading a little bit you know thoda ye color thoda wo color and everything like complementary colors first is the base color you know which is like the primary color you start putting colors that uh, would go well with it like with blues i usually tend to mix in a lot of greens mm-hmm. so blue and green and purple also sometimes do you actually so all that will... do you actually do the mixing method where you put two color swatches and then you kind of no, uh, no, match them together and then you pick the color which is from the center स्मच टूल एंड यू स्मच देम टूगेदर सो इट नाइसली मिक्स अप 
and then you pick mm-hmm. the color at the center because that becomes a mix of those two colors which is quite interesting creates unique uh, oh, okay. uh, shades oh nice nice acha i don't do that because i do i'm actually doing because a lot of people what they do is when they are coloring they usually have like a base color then they have like a shadow color and they have like a highlight color right so it's usually like three colors most right, of the right. time oh you don't do the but shadow. i have like a billion colors on the same layer <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. I usually work with like at least like ten, twelve colors, and I'm like constantly mixing and mixing, and I don't know. I spend too much time mixing colors. I know it's like an irrelevant process. Maybe I shouldn't be spending so much time uh, mixing things. I do enjoy it though. Yeah, so okay. I I do that. Then I think I create a, like maybe like two, three clipping masks for like one drawing because I'll do some shading in one clipping mask. Then I'll create another another clipping mask, and then I'll do a bit more shading. So and then for outlining also I have a couple of layers just for outlining because, because I, I use I have you do texturing on your outlining as well which I have started doing now yeah so, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I'll I, do that it just, it just gives so much extra energy so I'll tell you this uh, recently hmm. uh, so I, I'm working on a current project right now for a client and uh, I uh, because the uh, the project demanded a very serious looking sort of I thought at least serious looking okay. Huh. So I did very clean lines, line work, and everything. Okay, and the client comes back mm-hmm. and but uh, why don't you? Do it? I feel it lacks energy. Why don't you do it like the Instagram mm. things you're doing? And because right now, if you look at my current character illustration, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the mm. outline, I'm doing a lot of sketchy, textury things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Uh, mm. So and, and uh, that's something which I'm enjoying nowadays. I don't know if that's a style thing or not, but I'm enjoying it a lot nowadays. So I do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I, I know. I even take white and black together, and I'll do some sketchy sort mm. of. Uh, I, I I just mess the lines around. I don't know why I'm enjoying that. So the client loved that, and she was like, "Hey, I want you to do exactly that." So then I was like, "Okay, chalo, people are oh, like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that works out that because works. it lends a bit of personality into the drawing. Otherwise, yes. it looks a bit, uh, yeah, flat and boring. Maybe uh, I don't know. <laughs> boring is the correct word. But uh, once you start, you know, playing around with more textures, it just adds, yeah, different energy to the whole thing. Like you said, I agree. Hmm. I agree. I agree. So yeah, I have like a couple of layers just for outlining. Because I have a few favorite brushes, and I first outline with one brush, then I outline with another brush, then another brush, and then so yeah, it's like. But you work on Photoshop, so, right? Not Procreate or something. Yeah. You work on Photoshop. No, no, no. I am a Photoshop girl. Yes. Hmm. Photoshop girl. Okay. So um. Hmm. Okay. Photoshop so, auntie, should I say? <laughs> oh my oh, god. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Moving <laughs> on. God, what is this? <laughs> so uh, moving on, Sharia auntie. Um, <laughs> 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 Sorry about that. So, uh, moving on. Yeah, uh, let, let let probably taking this uh, conversation towards an end, right? I think we are anyway past the one hour mark. Um, oh shit! Uh, what was that one moment? Uh, so I'm I'm trying to go a little philosophical over here. Okay, what okay. was that one moment, Ashwarya? Uh, in your life, when you look at the past, when you introspect, or sorry, when you retrospect, hmm. Uh, hmm. why am I being so dramatic? Okay, uh, <laughs> I think you are bringing out this version of me. <laughs> Yes, okay. so I am what was, like that. Huh? What was that moment where you kind of look back and you're like, "Ha, huh, yeah, this is the moment where I kind of knew I wanted to become an illustrator or art is something I wanted to pursue." Because I know you said initially that initially you were like, "Nee, nee, nee, I don't want to make money out of my art." Yeah. But what was yeah. that one moment that kind of turned it around? I think for me, it was mostly the persuasion that people around me or. Uh, I don't know. Just the fact that people around me were trying to, you know, push me to it was definitely a driving factor. But uh, I think, let's say, I I don't exactly know what the turning point was in terms of 
uh, when I decided to turn right. this into a career. But I know when I, I mean, the thing that stands out for me from my past memories, uh, from when I realized when I that I enjoy drawing and that's that I love doing this is when I was in third, I think, yeah, <laughs> second or third, mm-hmm. because we had a school competition and I won like the second prize in that. And that's when I realized that, okay, I'm good at this. Yeah, that's my first memory of actually enjoying drawing and knowing that this is what I love doing. Because ever since that, it's been a constant in my life, like a constant. Even when I was working, even when my mom was depressed, even when I got married, every moment, every single day I've drawn, pretty much every single day of my life. Yeah. The decision to uh, start making money from it or turn this into a career came much later, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And that was also like a gradual process because you've got to make a living, right? <laughs> that also actually came from a very practical need of making money, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't really something that, it didn't really have a bigger meaning for me at that time ki I, ha- I want to be famous or I want to, you know, make people happy from my with my art or anything like that. I was very happy with just making my friends happy with my art. I had no bigger ambitions in life as such. But uh, I think just the fact that everybody around me had so much faith in me. They were like so convinced that I could become something and this could be something I, I'd be good at is right. actually what pushed me, to be honest. I'm being very honest here. I know it, I'm maybe making right. myself sound like, uh, yeah, yeah, like I don't know, a very laid back person. But I, this is the truth, actually. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, hmm. uh, tell me this uh, weird question, okay? How did it feel when you got your first paycheck or uh, bank transfer or whatever after making art? Like the first payment, how did it feel? Yeah, it feels pretty nice, I think. <laughs> I don't know now. I, uh, I don't think that memory stands out because I don't remember now anymore. I think mm. it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I guess it was. It wasn't much, but I think it gave me a little confidence I because I guess I did lack confidence before I started doing this that I would actually become something. Mm. But maybe that gave me some, you know, validation that yes, validation, yes, yeah. I can do this. Yeah. So I guess that validation was nice. Yeah. More about the fact that someone liked my work and trusted me with it then about the money yeah Correct. at least the first one was like that now it's like yeah that's it Okay. Uh, so talking about paise, helping others gain paise as well. Uh, so okay, tell me this. Uh, if somebody is interested in getting into, uh, having said that you have done a, a bunch of uh, children's book illustration and, and, and related hmm. stuff. Uh, if let's say somebody wants to get into this, uh, what would be your top three things? Again, I don't know what is my deal with top three, but uh, what, what are your top oh. three things that they should do to kind of get started off with opening themselves up for a children's book commission? This also actually first uh, depends on your skill. Of course, like I said, you know, where you are in your journey as an artist, as in purely based on uh, your foundation-wise, how you, where you stand, mm-hmm. whether you can even, you know, draw well or not. Mm-hmm. Let's be pretty straight. <laughs> so uh, I think if you are someone who is... Somebody who is confident about their drawing skills. So yeah, let's, okay. what would so be that, If that's a given that you are good at drawing, ah, then so I guess it easy. definitely makes the whole thing uh, easier. Right. Then it's just about like marketing your work. I think putting it out in front of the right people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, so clients can actually see that you're someone who does this and who can be good for their job. Uh, if you are good enough, then you start compiling a portfolio together. Mm-hmm. You start either you already have work that represents that you can, you know, that shows that you can 
work on books right and no you can create artwork that's style friendly and you know you work on those themes you create artwork uh, even like personal pieces based on that right you create right. environments and you know you create characters that will go well in a book right so you compile a portfolio together and then uh, you start <laughs> infesting the internet with your stuff you know <laughs> put it everywhere <laughs> put it everywhere put it on behance put it on instagram and if you are like really good if you are really confident then to of course people will eventually work will eventually start flowing in or you can directly reach out to people yeah you can uh, maybe like get in touch with an agency because you never know you might be good enough for that right for an agency representation so make a list of agencies that you think already have artists like you mm-hmm. in their you know uh, in are, their are you also connected uh, with agency no no i'm not okay i'm not not yet but i would love to be because okay. that would make things much easier yeah absolutely <laughs> i hope so <laughs> yeah because i i i'm i'm saying i'm joking about money but i'm like actually really bad at you know managing money i'm mm-hmm. i'm always agreeing to working for pennies <laughs> so yeah i think having some agent would be good yeah yeah, uh, yeah and that would be nice yeah so i think yeah if you're good enough but of course getting an agency to represent you is not easy because they really expect a very high quality of work and you know if you are there then then obviously you don't need my advice and i'm you're probably not even listening to me <laughs> but if you're not there then uh, i think just start small you know that because for me uh, like for me the first project came through facebook like i said to a small group on facebook where i posted my work and someone got in touch with me so i guess yeah you could just small, start small you start uh, participating in you know instagram drawing challenges or you start um, uh you have upwork right where you can bid on projects right so you can try doing that uh thankfully i didn't have to do any cold calling or i didn't have to reach out to anyone on my own yeah, people work cold... just started flowing in huh? yeah exactly i don't know if that cold calling thing in today's uh this thing context works i don't know i may be horribly wrong uh, yeah but, even uh, i even i don't know actually yeah right uh, like reaching out to publishers uh, at least for me hasn't really given me that much of a, a tangible product on the other hand uh just putting hmm. my work out there has helped because i and clients do come to me which is i'm like god i'm lucky for yeah. that but uh, same here yeah same here huh. people uh, i don't know hasn't really worked for me that well to be very honest it hasn't huh. you yeah, you've it, tried it is it I, i've tried i've tried actually uh, Achha, the, okay. the days where i was uh, there would have been days when i've been very desperate and i would like yeah, nah, something please <laughs> i actually Aww. have like made a list and sent people me a couple <laughs> of people, but then that didn't really uh, lead to something real okay but uh, on the okay. other hand, just just making stuff your point was good which where you said like uh, create while creating a portfolio have stuff which looks children's book friendly is hmm. a very good yeah. remember reading it somewhere and i think it this may be of help for people as well hmm. when you're creating a portfolio especially for children's books uh, it may be a great idea to have a few as you said illustrations on hmm. environments right so environments yeah. Yeah. indoor and outdoor to show that you can do both yeah. something which is a very forest true, true. environment versus hmm. something which is a very indoor drawing room or a bedroom like a of- school kind of setup you know like because schools are like quite popular in children's in books yeah 
correct then yeah. uh, animals would be a, a few more things birds of course definitely and, uh, when it hmm. comes to characters uh, both girls and boys one second is i hmm. know have adults like again male female like parent yeah. sort of characters and also hmm. popular other grandparent characters for some reason old yeah. people uh, make a lot of appearances on these children's book illustrations true, uh, true, 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 i don't know true. it completes a circle of life or something yeah. but they do make a lot and of- include all ethnicities also especially <laughs> in today's time you know you include all kind of you know kids big tall right. you know all kinds of body types and ethnicities and include uh, like uh, fashion sense dresses yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. good point i know it sounds like a lot of work but it really helps because it shows that you are you have you have the potential you know, to create uh, you capacity have the potential to create to do exactly hmm. i know it's a True. lot of work I agree but what is not hmm. a lot of work if you want to get into True. books and everything you have to do that in yeah. there's no other easy way same to 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 and not just like books if you if you have like some other goal if so if you want to get into branding or if you want to get into uh, you know packaging design or something mm-hmm. or whatever other fields of right. editorial design so or whatever create you create work right. that will attract those clients yes that is the key right you yes. start creating work the kind of work that you want to do in the future is the kind of work that you should be creating now that is so true yeah. that is so true cuz in hmm. most of hmm. my recent uh, conversations with new clients that's exactly what is happening where they are saying that hey hmm. you know what i saw this on your instagram uh, i really liked it i have a book coming up i would like to do something of that sort so that is very true because uh, th- that happens hmm. all the time yes you're correct like if you want to do something make stuff in alignment with that i guess but then i think one thing which is very important is make it in your own style please don't yeah. copy others or do it in somebody else's style or whatever i know it's difficult hmm. to say but uh, or difficult to achieve but uh, that that really helps because if let's say somebody comes and looks at your style and says hey this looks so much like alicia souza they would rather go to yeah. an alicia souza than you right why yeah. would they come to you so make something good cool theek hai chalo moving on quickly so, so, so. Hmm. what is yeah. the deal with harry potter why so many harry <laughs> not that i'm really tired what Potter? is happening here <laughs> oh yeah i don't know it wasn't intentional actually or maybe it was i don't know <laughs> the deal is that yeah i was obsessed with harry potter as a kid mm-hmm. like not not like i wasn't like too small also when i started reading i was in i was 14 when i started reading which was like uh, 20 years ago <laughs> so i i loved harry potter i loved harry potter growing up and that obsession lasted for like a good few years and then and then it wore off for a while yeah then um, but once i started illustrating again not again like when i once i started illustrating i found myself wanting to do things that kind of brought me joy of course you know so and harry potter was like a big part of that thing right and the thing with the thing also is that you know once as you get older your circle kind of keeps getting smaller right smaller. like in your personal life yes. yeah your circle just keeps getting smaller and smaller you get busy your friends get busy you change you stop connecting so you found you find yourself you know remembering the good times <laughs> that happens a lot even if you're not in touch with those friends or even even if your life is completely different now you are a different person but there is something so special about remembering the good days so harry potter was like a big part of my good days and as like as someone in her early 30s i think i find myself you know remembering the good days a lot these days i think uh, that was like uh, something that uh, drove me to you know put all those memories on paper oh, so nice. uh, yeah so i started like watching the movies again i hadn't seen all the movies actually i had only huh. read the books i had seen only the only like two movies ha huh? hmm. so last year i watched all the movies and then i like was like filled with nostalgia Are. and so i read the books again this year and i again watched the movies so this year especially i spent like a lot of time watching harry potter and reading harry potter 
So this okay. year I made like a lot of Harry Potter art. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that's the maybe the deal with it. Yeah. You know, and unpopular. I find myself missing old days. Yeah. An unpopular opinion. So of course, even I liked Harry Potter. I I, huh. I very honest. I was not. that crazy because i was also doing a lot of other things so uh, but uh, you know of course anybody would agree that uh, the world that jk rowling created was a very fascinating world it would attract yeah, it was fascinating. Watch, right? hmm. very fascinating and hmm. the possibilities in that world uh, is great like uh, i i don't know i think you may be interested there is a new harry potter game hmm. coming out i think this year or next year which looks amazing like it looks crazy okay. good uh you oh, want to play it but i i think it'll be out on a console like an xbox or a playstation i'm not really sure but it looks i don't have that yeah i am not a game person uh, i'm not a game person at all i that's on console just for that game because it looks so good anyway coming oh is it <laughs> unpopular opinion i think ever huh. like i think now as an adult when i look at harry potter again or when i watch the movies or something i have huh. a problem okay what is happening with the school as in what is happening with gryffindor why is everybody obsessed and so biased towards gryffindor see my empathy goes out towards the other three teams i'm like hey, hello they are there kya ye like they're not just there as like characters in the movie piche they uh-huh. like they're like third people or something but i i constantly feel kya why is everybody so biased why is the entire school biased Aww. towards gryffindor just keep one house na why would you have that, the, that's true that's true you're right actually it is true but that's the thing right that's the thing with any any movie or any uh, i don't know any fictional piece right the center characters are always going to be in focus and as it turns out the central characters are in gryffindor so the focus is on that house somehow but i, I do feel that for hufflepuff because i relate to hufflepuff qualities the most and that's like the most <laughs> underrated house <laughs> most underrated ओपिनियन No, no, it's it's a very popular opinion. Actually, it's not unpopular. I'm sure, like a lot of people will feel this way because there I, is. I need justice. A I little need bit of bias. Yeah. In the Harry Potter world. What is happening? Justice, chey, democracy. Anyway, I, this <laughs> conversation is going in a different direction. Chalo. Uh, let's let's move hmm. it towards the end. Okay, let's let's take it to the final. Yeah. Yo, uh, what I'll do is I'll add. Okay. I'll I'll do a new thing this time. I'll do a rapid fire with hmm. you. I'll just ask two three questions which I collected from the okay. audience. ages ago and oh, <laughs> questions at you and you have to answer simple okay 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 ready yes okay. Hmm. which one do you prefer digital medium or traditional digital hmm. okay hmm. color choice black or white i like them both i think uh, white maybe yeah hmm. okay uh, favorite color hmm. uh, yellow okay uh, hey same pinch hmm. uh, favorite hey. very brand stationery brand i don't have a favorite stationery brand yeah okay check yeah. it vincent just, newton watercolors maybe i don't know vincent okay. newton i guess i'll okay. go with that but okay. not not a favorite actually to be honest huh? hmm. okay okay and finally the last hmm. one in this round which is uh, what would hmm. you prefer lot of money without recognition or recognition without lot of money 
I think yeah, recognition without a lot of money. Yeah. Yes, validation hungry. They do validation. Ah, yeah. so you kind of go back to the 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 childhood wala Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't change that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's good. Okay, hmm. chalo. Hmm. So the last couple of questions, which I tend to ask, or I have been asking all my guests, and hmm. we'll close with that. So my first question to hmm. you is: uh, According to you, who is an artist? I don't know. Very profound question. <laughs> I, I think anyone who just likes creating, just has a love for creating, is an artist for me. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Point hmm. taken. A person who likes hmm. to create. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anything that you dislike about the art world art world these days especially uh, i think it's a common opinion it's a popular opinion what i'm going to say it's basically the grind culture yeah mm. the grind culture in illustration these days it's crazy you know you are expected to churn out content like every single day mm. it's too much yeah it's too much for our mental health and you know otherwise also for physical health also yeah it's not easy to be working on client projects it's not and create be creating content for social media right and you know and posting about your personal life also there's so much that you have to do to stay relevant these days you know correct it's like you are reducing yourself to just a mere number of likes so yeah that and you cannot help thinking that way because once you are a part of this industry you just get sucked into this thing so bad correct. when you yeah it's it's hard to get not not to get affected by all this yeah so mm-hmm. yes and that's one thing i dislike you know the whole dependence on social media for your work or just work and validation both yeah work and validation both yeah right okay and the final question drum rolls right to the most philosophical hmm. question out there i don't even know like these days when i ask the question i ask myself like sir what were you thinking like wow i'm talking to myself in third person uh, what were you yeah. thinking while r- making these questions like this like suddenly the, it ends in such a philosophical note but chalo fir bhi no no it should i like it i like philosophy yes okay hmm. so why do you hmm. make art Hmm. Why do I make art? I think what's well, the obvious answer. I think for most people is because we like doing it. It gives us joy. But mm-hmm. for me, I think uh, I also create art because it's sort of like a love language for me. I know it's not like an official love language, but it is my love language. I know because ever since I was a child, I have loved drawing for people, and I was very bad at sharing my emotions. Otherwise, you know, I'm bad at telling people. Not not anymore. I have improved a lot. but i used to be really bad at telling people that i love them so i just used to like draw for them so yeah it was my love language it has always been if i mean i hope everyone i have ever given my drawings to knows that they are like super special to me that's why i have drawn for them because i don't know i this is just how i express love so it started out like that yeah and uh, although i don't get to do this that much anymore because most of my time gets eaten up by work stuff Right. So I do feel really bad about it, but yes, now uh, I mean, art has always been a medium of expressing my love for people. Yes. Arre, arre, arre. That that that's beautiful. That's that's really beautiful. So okay. thank you. I don't know. Hmm. All right. <laughs> All right, Ashraya. Uh, thank you so much okay uh, i i i'll be very honest i was not expecting to have so much fun this is my first time talking to you of course and i was not expecting to have so much fun while uh, talking to you and like wow man lovely personality you just just made me so comfortable to even have this conversation oh. <laughs> 
I laughed a lot. No, yeah, it was my pleasure. Yeah, I think we are both ENFJs, right? That's why we got ah, along well. Ah, <laughs> MBTI. MBTI. Yes, yes. I'm not talking about MBTI in this podcast. Uh, people will be like, "Are you okay? Huh. What are these alphabets? What is this ENFJ?" Yes, yes. But uh, <laughs> talk about it. But yeah, this this does make sense. Like uh, talking to you, hmm. uh, this conversation did uh, fill me up with energy. It's like what uh, end of a Friday evening for me, like really uh, heavy week. But I'm still so. Uh-huh. full of energy thanks to this conversation with you so thank you so yeah. much same here man uh, and thanks to you yaar actually i really enjoyed it because you know as as freelancers we are stuck at home you know being on our own at least i am and thankfully you have a desk job yeah i mean not desk job you have like right. a full full time job so you're meeting other people also right i miss having art related conversations with people i so crave it <laughs> maybe that's why i'm so full of energy because it's it's like so nourishing for my own soul you know being able to talk about this with someone absolutely it's really nice yeah it's thanks thanks to you for having me and, here and this podcast has been like uh, really cool for me that way like every week i get to talk to people and you you the word that you use nourishing is bang on it's the right word because yeah. after each and every conversation i get up and i'm like hey wow i learned some, so much today right so that that's very oh. good and thank you so much for uh, helping me in that journey of learning ashwarya thank you so much uh Are, thanks to you thank, thank you thank you thank you so much for spending the time and i really oh, hope to you. have you back sometime i don't know when maybe i'll create a an episode where i'll get everybody together and we'll have a full mashup i don't know but uh, oh, nice. that'll be cool to do. <laughs> uh so yeah i'm looking yeah that'll be that. fun that'll be fun and thank you take care cool, thank cool, you cool 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 chalo yeah you too thank you bye 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 so That was a fun conversation with Ashwarya. Oh, I was just one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think you'll have to edit this out, man. I did not know if I was supposed to cut or not. I was. I wasn't sure if I'm supposed to hang around or disconnect. Two minutes, Rukja. Two minutes, Vinay. Okay. 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 Oh, well that was a fun conversation with Ashwarya do remember to check out her illustrations uh, i have added her link to the uh, to her instagram page on the show notes below and yes if you get the chance drop by my page as well please 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 uh, we will see you next week with another guest in the paper pencil podcast cheers mm-hmm.